of a Shlema for Harav Yosef Yitzchak Ben Sima Chasia. Um, we also want to keep in mind a little boy who um, underwent um, a, a very serious surgery, Shmuel Ben Avishag. He should have a Rafua Shlema Ukreva. Um, he's four years old. The Sikh is on Parshas Ekev. Um, and we're going to start immediately. Betchila Seida Birchas Hanenin. So at the beginning of where the Alt Rebbe brings down um, the halachas regarding brachos that have to be made on foods and other things that we benefit or enjoy, the Alt Rebbe writes, Mitzvah ase minatayr levarech esachilas mazoin. It's a positive mitzvah from the Torah to bless to make um, an after bracha, after, after you eat a meal, after you wash for a meal, and he brings down a, a pasuk from our parsha, it actually was the last pasuk of yesterday's chitas, you will eat, you'll be satiated, and you shall bless God. So this terminology that the Alt Rebbe cites also in the Shulchan Aruch. So I should explain that in the first paragraph, um, when the Rebbe says, he's referring to how the Alt Rebbe set it forth in his Siddur, in the Nusach HaSiddur that the Alt Rebbe put together. Now the Rebbe compares and contrasts it to what the Alt Rebbe did in his Shulchan Aruch. And the, Alt, and, and the Rebbe says that the terminology that is cited in the Shulchan Aruch, the source of the terminology that Alt Rebbe uses in his Shulchan Aruch is found in the words of the Rambam at the beginning of the section where the Rambam treats the halachas regarding blessings. But when the Alter Rebbe uh, talks about brachas, both in his Siddur and in his Shulchan Aruch, we find that there are a number of subtle changes between the terminology that the Rambam uses and the terminology that the Alter Rebbe employs. And likewise, we find subtle differences between how the Alter Rebbe treats this material in his Shulchan Aruch, as opposed to how it's treated in his Siddur in the section concerning brachas. Uh, so we've done sikhas where the Rebbe analyzes every single word in Rashi, and we know that the Rebbe does this in many other cases. And this sikha is a case in point where the Rebbe does this to the words of the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, the words in his Siddur uh, regarding Birchas Hanenin, and again, comparing and contrasting it to its source in the Rambam. Aleph, Birambam, Ubeseide Birchas Hanenin, so both in the Rambam and in the terminology that the Rebbe employs in his Siddur, the wording is as follows, Mitzvah Asei, Levarech Achar Achilas Mazain. It's a positive commandment, to bless after you eat 
Muslim could mean sustenance. In this case, it, it seems to mean bread. Okay, so the Rambam writes, it's a mitzvah to bless. And in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe adds, Levarech es Hashem. It's a mitzvah to bless Hashem. That's one difference. Another difference. Harambam he'etik min apostle gamis tevis uverachtas Hashem elikecha. The Rambam cites the words uverachta es Hashem elikecha. And then backs it up. In other words, if you look at Aleph, the Rambam says, He doesn't say, He says, And then he uses a citation, the Pasuk of Erachta Sashem Alekecha. But in the Shulchan Aruch, the Altarebbe brings down Erachta Sashem. But he doesn't bring down Elekecha. Instead, he says, etc. And in his sitter, he says, You should bless Hashem, but not even with the etc., alluding to the word Elekecha, which the Rambam has in his source, in his Sefer. Okay? So in Aleph, we have simply that the Rambam writes, mitzvah say levarach achar achilas mazen And in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alt-Rebbe adds, levarach es Hashem. Then in Beis, the Rebbe says that in the proof text that's cited, the Rambam cites the Pasuk of Erachtas Hashem elekecha. In the Shulchan Aruch, the Alt-Rebbe alludes to this by saying, Erachta es Hashem v'goymer, which means etc. But in his sitter, he simply says, Okay, so we have three different iterations. And now the Rebbe is going to say more specifically. This... I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm not following where, where it's saying the Pasuk and where it's not saying it. What, where, where is he bringing in the Pasuk and not? The Rambam, the... In all it says that places, it doesn't say it. Okay, let's go back to Aleph. Okay. Okay. What's the Vakhule? It's, it's that that's the Lushan there. That's that's the Lushan in the Rambam. The words Vakhule or here in the Sikha saying Vakhule? I think here in the Sikha saying Vakhule. Okay. Because it's it's halach and the Rambam. And the Rebbe doesn't bring down the whole halacha. Okay. okay. So the Alter Rebbe includes in the Shulchan Aruch the words to bless Hashem. Okay, that's Aleph. Beis. Then, in bolstering this halacha, bringing a proof text, a citation, the Rambam cites the Pasuk he he oh. cites the word. Okay, so in his own so when the Rambam uses his own words, he just says the it doesn't bring down Hashem, but when he brings the text, he brings in the pasuk using Hashem elokecha. Okay, 
Yeah, I'm saying he brings in Makimakecha when he brings in the the text, but not in his own explanation of the halacha, saying what the halacha is, not in his own words. Correct. Okay. okay. In the Shulchan Aruch, the Alt Rebbe likewise brings down the Pasuk as a proof text, but does not write the word Alekecha. He alludes to it by saying the Goimer. And then in his Siddur, he says simply Uverachta Sashem and doesn't even allude to the word Alekecha with the Goimer. Okay. Then the Rebbe says, more specifically, this change that the Alta Rebbe did, regarding putting in etc. or not, is even more glaring when you look at what follows. Because both in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Seder Birchas Hanen in his Siddur, the Alta Rebbe continues to say, or min ha'elam hazeh, beloi bracha, and anyone that takes pleasure in any aspect of this world without making a blessing, ke'ilu nena mikachi shemayim. It's as if he took pleasure in things that were sanctified to God, shenemar, like it says, lahashem ha'aretz umeloyai. The world, the earth, belongs to Hashem in all its fullness. So if you don't make a bracha and you partake of food or other pleasures of this world, it's like you helped yourself to things that were sanctified and were made sacred for a particular purpose. In this case, it all belongs to Hashem. And in this further part, of the halacha, we see a change, but it's the opposite of the difference that we pointed out above. So in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe does not allude to what comes after the words Lashem Aretz Umlaye which are the words tevel v'yeshveva, which the Rebbe will soon treat. Okay. But in the Seide Birchas in his Siddur, he does add v'goymer. And those of us who, who are zeiche to learn the Rebbe Sichas know that the Rebbe pines that even <laughs> something like v'goymer, etc., or v'chulu, has a huge lesson to teach us. And the Rebbe says, I know you're thinking that these are such subtleties. Why am I even discussing this? They seem to be so, so minute. We know just how meticulous and punctilious are the words of the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe? Or befrat benidu didan kasher Rabbeinu Hazaki mishane es haloshen shemaitik meh Rambam, and specifically in such a case where you can see that the Alter Rebbe took pains to slightly change the terminology that he clearly cited from the Rambam. Val derzek shemishane meloshen shaloi b'shulchanai, 
And in like fashion, when he changes, he tweaks the terminology between his sitter and his shulchan aruch. Vadaihu sheshinuyim elu mechuvanim heim. It is certain that these changes are not arbitrary, and it's just it's not just like, oh, when he wrote this, he was in the mood to do this. When he wrote that, he was in a little bit more of a hurry or he had more time, whatever. No, there is an intention. And so the what the, what the Rebbe is going to do is help us understand the intentionality behind these, what seem to be subtle differences. Base. The Indian Hashinui so regarding the first difference between the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe in his Shulchan Aruch, and let's go back, that difference is that in the Rambam, right, and in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe adds the word as Hashem. Okay, so regarding this difference, the Rebbe says, Harambam kasab levarech stam, leloi haisaf es Hashem. The Rambam says, you need to bless. Without saying you need to bless Hashem. Why? Because this comes, me'achar shekvar kasab v'kuteret, the hilchas brachas mitzvah asei achas v'hi levarech es Hashem ha'godol v'hakadosh achar achila. The Rebbe says, that you can embrace a simple explanation for why the Rambam doesn't put it in the words, Es Hashem, Levarach Es Hashem. Why? Because in his section heading, in, in his Mishnah Torah, in the section heading regarding these halachas, the, the Rambam already wrote that it's a mitzvah asay to bless Hashem, Hagadal v'hakadosh, to bless the great and holy name after you eat. So it's it's very clear and it's very simple why he does not feel compelled to say to bless God because immediately before this it already appears in the section heading. And the Rebbe says it even more in the parentheses because this is the very first halacha that appears under that section heading. It comes right after the headline. So we know that it's talking about blessing God. It's not necessary for him to insert the words as Hashem. In contradistinction, when you look at it is not prefaced by such a heading. And so the Alter Rebbe makes clear that you have to bless Hashem. But we have to understand. The Rebbe says, good. Okay, so now we understand the difference between the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam in this particular case. But, but I still have a question, the Rebbe says, and that is, why is it even necessary for the Rambam to put in the section heading, and for the Alter Rebbe to put in the halacha, that you have to bless God. They're bringing a proof text. They're citing a pasuk from the Torah. And the pasuk says, So why would you have to put in the halacha? Obviously, we're not talking about blessing Walmart. Like, like, what, like, why is this even a thing that it has to be put into the headline or it has to be put into the halacha? It's clear. 
it's being based on a pasuk in the Torah that says "Uverachtas Hashem." But on the other hand, but if for some reason the Rambam felt this needs to be very clearly elucidated, and Al-Tarebbe likewise, so if it was necessary, the Rambam puts it in because he feels it's necessary. The Al-Tarebbe puts it in in a different way, but they both feel it's necessary, then why leave it out where the Al-Tarebbe treats these halachas in his sitter? Okay, that's if base. Sif gimel. The Yuvan, and we'll understand this. Al pibir hachiluk b'matoras hachibor ben Harambam v'hashulchanorich l'seida birchasarnenin. And we will understand this by looking at the difference between the goals of the different works we are discussing. We need to understand. What's what was the goal of the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, and what's the goal? What does the Alter Rebbe want to accomplish when he cites these halachas in his sitter? So the Rebbe says like this: Harambam v'Shulchan Aruch nischabru ka'isev v'kibot shel piske halachas. Both the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch were authored as a compendium, a digest of piske halacha. Of halachic adjudication. What's the difference between the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch? As we know, the Rebbe underscored this so many times. Famously, the Alter Rebbe brought together all the Piski halacha of the whole Tereshiba Alpeh. Inclusive of the halachas that are not relevant to our lives today in this pre-temple era. But the Shulchan Aruch treats only the halachas that are applicable today. So nothing about Karbanais, nothing about the Beis HaMikdash, nothing about Hilchas Mashiach. That's exclusively the Ramban. Despite this difference, what's the um, they they share a common denominator, and that is that they both are works in which are gathered halachas. They're both a digest of halachas. But this is very different than what the Alter Rebbe had in mind in a sitter. And regarding what the Alter Rebbe writes on the subject of blessings, Alter Rebbe put this into his sitter. The, the point of putting these halachas in the Alter Rebbe sitter is practical application to teach you what to do every day. And you could see that the Alter Rebbe didn't put halachis in every part of the Siddur. He did it where it was practically relevant and necessary, like how you wash your hands in the morning and the halachas surrounding tzitzis. 
If you pay attention, you'll see which halachis the Alter Rebbe chose to put into his sitter. So the purpose is not to give you a comprehensive compendium of halachis. It is simply to insert curated halachis that are practically relevant day to day. This means, so when we're talking about our subject today, which is Birchas Hanenin, the way the Alter Rebbe wrote it, it was not written in the style and in the spirit of studying halachis, but rather it's written stylistically for the purpose of teaching practical application. And this is going to explain the subtle differences between the two works. Again, the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch are works to be studied. The, the goal here is to have a comprehensive compendium of halachis, whereas the halachis in the Alter Rebbe's Siddur are for practical application, and therefore you see how the Alter Rebbe shows certain halachis, and now the Rebbe is going to show us how this is underscored in the differences in the terminology that the Alter Rebbe uses in his sitter as opposed to his Shulchan Aruch. Dalit. Echad hachilukim hamistafim izah bein loshen admar hazakim b'shulchan aruch l'loshen sidur birchas hanenin v'halacha shebesidur b'chlal. So one of the different one of the differences that can be derived between the terminology that the Alter Rebbe uses in a shulchan aruch to the terminology that he uses in birchas hanenin and likewise in all the other places where he brings halacha in his sidur is the following: b'sei de birchas hanenin. So again, the Rebbe leads by reminding us that when the Alter Rebbe is writing in his sitter, and the purpose is to teach us practical application in the present, what the Alt Rebbe does is use terminology that is specific to his main goal. And his main goal is to assure that the halacha is clearly conveyed and understood for what needs to happen for that Jew. At that time, that is the Alter Rebbe's goal in how he writes the halacha in his sitter. And and by the way, this is like such a great lesson in writing. Like, okay, what's the purpose? Like, what are you trying to write? What do you want? What's the stated goal? What do you want the reader to come away with? So the Rebbe is telling us that the Alter Rebbe in the sitter wants it to be crystal clear for the person who's using the sitter to know exactly what they have to do at that moment in that time. Aval 
nasik mize lahanhoga acheres legabe halacha acheres. But it is not his intention, and therefore he does not take care with the terminology because he's not concerned with people concluding from what he writes here something that will be relevant to halacha elsewhere. In other words, one of the great joys of learning and one of the great um, and, and, and true, true scholarship in general, which is why it's a disappearing art because everybody's Googling everything instead of doing you know, research. So when people needed to open hundreds of books to find the information they were looking for, inter Aliyah, in that journey, they would, they would find so much other information that would inform other subjects a different time. That's how true scholarship works, okay? So the Alter Rebbe, say, so the Rebbe says that in the Siddur, the Alter Rebbe is not concerned about giving people information that they can use to make conclusions regarding other halachas, other situations. That's not his point. His point is to hone in with precision on what the person needs to know at that time for that particular behavior. In this case, when to make a bracha, on what, how, and so on and so forth. But in contradistinction, when the Al-Tarebbe wrote his Shulchan Aruch, it's a compendium of halachic adjudication, in the Al-Tarebbe Shulchan Aruch, he is punctilious in his terminology in a way that assures that somebody will not erroneously learn something that he might think applies in a different case or informs a different case. So the Al-Tarebbe's goal there, and therefore there's a difference in his terminology, is to obviate this idea that, because that's how you learn, you take parallels and you compare and contrast them, right? So the Al-Tarebbe has to make sure that the way he writes in the Birchus HaNenin will not give room, will not give fodder to making this kind of mistake. Whereas in the Siddur, his only goal is to make sure that the person who's using his sitter knows exactly what to do at this time for this particular scenario. It's not about scholarship and it's not about writing in such a way that you're sure that it won't give rise to a mistake, a mistaken comparison for another and, and, and a mistaken application in another case. And once you understand this, uh, this rule, al pizeh yuvan hatam shabeshulchan aruch diyekar beinozakein v'haisif levarech es Hashem ve'ilu b'seder birchas anen in hishmitzais. And once you understand the difference between these two written works, and how the Alter Rebbe had two different goals, we'll be able to understand. Why in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe adds the words, Es Hashem, that, that it's a mitzvah say to bless Hashem, whereas in the Siddur, he, he, he deletes it. He does not include it.
So the Rebbe says, Klalhu, it's a rule, it's an axiom in all of Shas. Shetevas es b'tayra shebechtav, that when a pasuk in the Torah includes the word es, aval klal loy b'tayra shebalpeh, this, this axiom, this rule, cannot be applied in Torah shebalpeh. But in Torah shebechtav, in the Chumash, when it says es, marbe davar ma, it's inclusive. It comes to teach an additional um, halacha. So those of us who have older brothers have certainly heard this cited. Kabed es avicha ve'esimecha lerabais achicha hagodal. That the word es in the pasuk kabed es avicha ve'esimecha comes to include your older brother. You have to have respect for your older brother as well. Okay. So the Rebbe says that it always, S always comes to include something additional. Like the teaching that is derived from the words, God, your God, you should fear or you should have awe. So what do the Chachamim teach us? That the S in this Pasuk, that you also have to treat with awe, with reverence, with fear. So now, once we have that rule, so when you apply that rule to our Pasuk, in our Parsha, Vechalta, Visavata, Uveirachta es Hashem Elekecha, Hinetevas es Hiriboy. The word S comes to teach an additional teaching. Kidisa Bereshanim, like the Rishanim taught, Uveirachta S, Lerabais Balabayas. You have to also bless the Balabayas. You have to bless the host, the hostess. Velachain, Hahalachahi, Oirech Mivarech Hamaza, Kideshi Varech Labalabayas. And that's why the Halacha is not Friday night, but Shabbos, that you give a guest to, um, to call the zimun, to bench, and that way they're able to also use that opportunity to bless the balabais. And therefore, because there is this rule about the word es, because there is this global rule about a Pasuk in the Torah, if it has the word S, it comes to teach something additional. In this case, in our Pasuk, it comes to teach that you have to also bless the Balabayas. So the al Rebbe includes in the Shulchan Aruch the words as Hashem, Kedei Shelo Yitah Haloimei V'yavoy Loim HaShem Mitzvah Asein Min HaTayra Pailelas Gam Es HaBrach LeBalabayas HaNolmedes Mitevas Es Kenal. The al Rebbe wants to obviate the mistake of people thinking that it's also a mitzvah asay to bless the balabais. It's a mitzvah, but it's not a mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah da'araisa. And the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch has to make that clear because he assumes that the one who is studying Shulchan Aruch is apprised of this rule, that the word S comes to teach an additional halacha. And if he doesn't say that it's a mitzvah asay, levarach es Hashem, he leaves the door open to believe that it's the same mitzvah say to bless Hashem and to bless the Balabais. But in contrast, 
in the Siddur. But as the Rebbe explained earlier, the intention of the Siddur is just to teach the person what you have to do. And therefore, it's not necessary for the Alt Rebbe to insert the words as Hashem. Because in the Siddur, he does bring down this proof text of Erachtas Hashem Alekecha. And even if he didn't, the Rebbe says, it would be understood on its own. That is to, is to thank Hashem, to bless Hashem. And even more, And immediately after he says that it's a mitzvah, he brings down the pasuk of Erachtas Hashem. So he did not feel it necessary to include it in the instruction. And the Rebbe says, and I want to include one more thing, to add one more thing. In the Siddur, the Alter Rebbe does not bring down this din that it's the guest who does the zimun so that he should have the opportunity to bless the the host and therefore there is no necessity to obviate a possible mistake because the Alter Rebbe doesn't even talk about the the guest doing the zimun for the purpose of blessing the balhabayas so he doesn't have to be concerned that a person might think that that's also midaraisa because he doesn't even talk about it. So he doesn't have to worry that a person shouldn't walk away from that and think erroneously that it's also midaraisa to bless the balabayas. But in contradistinction, both the Rambam and the Alt Rebbe Shulchan Aruch feel it necessary to say Levarech es Hashem, so that nobody will make a mistake and think that it's the same mitzvah daraisa to both bless Hashem and bless the host, the Balabais. Hey. And there's an additional distinction, uh, 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 an additional difference between the Lushan in the Shulchan Aruch and the Lushan in the Siddur. That emerges from the difference we have just talked about. And who be inyan And this distinction is found in the reason for the halachis. And the Rebbe explains, What is the novelty of the Alt Rebbe Shulchan Aruch over the Shulchan Aruch Beis Yosef, the, what we refer to simply as the Shulchan Aruch? That the Alt Rebbe included in his Shulchan Aruch reasons for the halachas. So he states the halacha, and then he states the reason, Sometimes he gives the history, the trajectory for how this emerged. Halachas b'tameyin. He gives the halacha and the reason for them. Masha'enkin halachas b'sidr hinrak piske hanhogas b'negei la maise b'poyel. But then when you, so the Rebbe, the Rebbe says, 
the distinction between the Shulchan Aruch HaRav and the Shulchan Aruch, otherwise known as the Beis Yasef, is that the Alter Rebbe includes reasons. But when you compare his Shulchan Aruch and the Siddur, in the Siddur, he doesn't include reasons. He just gives you what you need to know, practical. And the Rebbe says, yes, there are a number of places where even in the Siddur, the Alter Rebbe brings um, Tamim, he brings the explanation, but it's much more bekitzer. It's a truncated, abridged version of the explanation in the places where he does bring an explanation. Now, Hatam Shekolal Rabbeinu Hazakin, Estame Halachis Beshulchanarach, Hukadei Shelo Yia Halimud Alderach Mevale Oilam. The reason that the Alter Rebbe included reasoning and background, historic background in his Shulchan Aruch is in order that the one who learns it shouldn't be learning in a style that the Gemara calls mevale oilam, uh, people who destroy the world through studying in haste and don't really understand. Um, you know, like the old proverbial expression, a little bit of knowledge is dangerous or can be destructive. So the Altarebbe wants people to learn Shulchan Aruch from a place of depth and breadth and width and scope. So he gives us reasons so that there could be context, so that there could be a deeper understanding, that it's not a learning that's done very, very um, uh, superficially and so on and so forth, which could lead to all kinds of destruction, the Hainu. This means because the Alter Rebbe wanted through a Shulchan Aruch, his goal was that a person should learn Torah, that they should know the Halacha, but they should also understand the context. They should have the historic trajectory in some cases, the explanation for why the Halacha is that way. But again, contrasting this with Alter Rebbe Siddur, and so it's every part of it, including The Siddur is about practical application, what you need to know. When the Alter Rebbe brings down timing, when he brings down reasoning for the halacha in a sitter, it's not to give you greater breadth and scope in your study, but rather that you should understand even more clearly what you need to do practically. And also the Rebbe says, the Alter Rebbe wants to add sweetness. He wants to make, you know, everybody knows that the word tam means reason, and it also means taste. Because when you understand the reason for something, it gives you more of a taste to engage with it. That's the way Hashem created us. Hashem created us as sentient, cognitive beings. And when we're able to use our seichel, we're able to grasp something through our seichel, it gives us more of a, a taste for doing it. So, Rebbe says, Alter Rebbe included Again, abridged uh, explanations in the Siddur 
First of all, to make the halacha more clear, but also to make it more sweet for us, to, to make it something that we're more compelled to do, to make it easier for us to resonate with it. And how will this express itself? That when we understand the halacha and we understand a little bit of the reasons for it, we will keep the halacha, we will make the bracha with greater kavana, we'll make the bracha with greater chayas, with greater enthusiasm. And we find this to be the case uh, when, when the reason for the halacha is brought, even in an abridged version, it's it's easier to get buy-in from the folks. Um, so so that's why the Alta Rebbe does it. Vav. Alpize Yuvon Gama Shinu Habez Hanal Sif Aleph Bain Loshna Shulchanor Loshan Sedibirchanen. Now we're at a position to go back and understand the second difference that the Rebbe pointed out between the Alta Rebbe Shulchanor and what the Alta Rebbe writes in his Siddur. In the Shulchan Aruch, where the Alter Rebbe wants to give us a more intense, comprehensive learning experience, then in many places he brings down the psukim that the halacha can be based on or 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 tracked to. And he does this in this particular case. In this case, the Alter Rebbe brings down the Pasuk from our Parsha. You will eat, you will be satiated, and you will bless Hashem. And therefore, in the Shulchan Aruch, he adds, etc., why does he add Vigoymer? Because when it comes to learning comprehensively about Birchas Hamazoin, we need to know not just the words of Irachtas Hashem, but we have to know what comes afterwards as well. We have to know Gam Hemshecha Kasuf. What is in the continuum of that puzzle. That from the words that follow in this pasuk, after the pasuk says, and from this pasuk we learn out that it's midaraisa tzricha birchas hamazon lichlal bracha ala aretz va'ala mikdash, and more specifically Yerushalayim. I'm always trying to explain this to our students. You know, if you're not going to do the whole benching, please just do me a favor. Do till uvenei, because that's actually midaraisa. If if I can't get that, I'll say, okay, please do till hazan esakol, which Meshur Abenu wrote himself. You know, like I'm always a, uh, Haggling here, but um, but until uvene is mida araisa, those three brachas are mida araisa, and it includes not only a bracha on the food, but a bracha on the land of Israel and a bracha on the mikdash. In contradistinction, when you're talking about the Rambam, shaboy halimud halacha nal enoy muva. 
But the Rambam doesn't bring this halacha in that place. He doesn't bring what the Alter Rebbe brings about that you have to also make a bracha on the Aretz and on the Mikdash. So there the Rambam only brings down the words from the from the Pasuk of And he does not add the etc. Because for the halacha that you have to bench, the only words in the Pasuk that are seminal to act as a proof text for this halacha are the words of Iraqtas Hashem Malakha. Aval Besidr, Kailal Seda Birchasanin, Shaboy Muvim Muva Imatamim Rak Levaris Halocha Hanhaga, Hari Enagay Lahavi Psukim Elu. But in the Siddur, inclusive of the portion that we're we're studying today, which is Birchasanin, we're the only thing that the Altarebbe brings down in terms of timing, in terms of explanations, or you could say background material, is just what you have to know for that halacha. So he doesn't bring down the pasukim. But in this case, the Altarebbe does bring down a pasuk. But the Rebbe says, but here, digressing from his usual style of not bringing citations, not bringing proof texts of Psukim, the Alter Rebbe, in this case, in Berchus HaNenin, does bring down the beginning of the bracha because he wants to teach us something about the geder, the parameters of this mitzvah. So it's teaching us something that adds in our understanding of the halacha and will also add in our chayus, in in doing this with more enthusiasm and to doing this with greater kavana. And what is that? What's the what Valtarebbe wants to define the parameters of this mitzvah? That when you eat and you are satisfied, you have to thank Hashem. After a person is satiated. A person has to thank Hashem. He has to bless Hashem. And that's why the, Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe brings down the Pasuk of Eirachta es Hashem elikecha. Yechalta v'savata. V'zui akdama lahem shechasif b'negei l'chol b'yachas ha'nenin. And this acts as a preface to what will come in the continuation where it talks about all the b'yachas ha'nenin where the Alter Rebbe says, that anybody that takes pleasure and benefits from this world, it's as if he's benefiting from that which has been sanctified by heaven and sanctified to heaven. So we know that kachim, when something is sanctified for a certain purpose, you're not allowed to reappropriate it. Okay, Here, we're going to, I don't know, um, smell uh, an, a beautiful scent. 
we're going to eat a fruit, we've got whatever it is, we're going to benefit, and therefore we have to bless. When a person is poised to benefit from something that belongs to Hashem, he has to bless Hashem for this. Just like which becomes obligatory through your satiation. And therefore, here the Alter Rebbe does not write Vigoimer, etc., after the words of Erachtas Hashem Alekecha, Kivan. Because here it's not necessary what comes afterwards. What's necessary is that you have to bless Hashem. Now the Rebbe says, on the contrary, not only is the word elekecha, which the Alter Rebbe does not include, not only is it not necessary, but if he would have included it, it would have been alluding to yet another type of bracha that is the opposite of what the Alter Rebbe wants to teach here about and birchas hanen in, in general. And that is Isa b'taisefta. We're taught shemei elekecha miloshin dayonecha that the word elekecha, this pasuk, of irachtas Hashem elekecha is, is, um, is linked to the term dayonecha. We know that the word elekim could be a reference to God, but could also be a reference to your judges. So the Chachamim taught that from the word Elekecha, Lamanu, we learn, that just like a person has to bless Hashem for the good things that happen to him, so too you have to bless on negative things. The Chol Din Shadoncha, these are the exact words that you have to bless Hashem for every judgment that he judges you with, that he meets out to you, whether it's positive or negative. So the Rebbe says, look, by the Alter Rebbe not putting in the word Elekecha, he's teaching us that it doesn't, that when you talk about Birchas Hanenin, it's different because you don't make a bracha on something that you're not going to benefit from, or that is a negative, um, like for instance, you don't make a bracha on a uh, on a medication. Okay, you make a bracha on something that is tasty. You make a bracha on a good smell. You don't make a bracha on a foul odor, and so on and so forth. And and because birchas hamazon comes on your being satiated, birchas hanenin comes on your taking pleasure and benefit. The hashvah lemevarech alateva hirakle inin lekublin yuhu besimcha, 
the only thing that would be compared here is that you have to accept it with simcha. Whatever Hashem does, you have to accept with simcha. But it's not talking about, it's not, rele- it's not relevant to Birchas Hanenin. And therefore, the Alter Rebbe was careful to excise the word Elikecha and not to put it in. Because he didn't want to bring up that association. Zayin. So now, based on the general rule that the Rebbe has explained to us regarding the Alter Rebbe's writings in the Shulchan Aruch, as opposed to what he wrote in the Siddur, now we could explain another difference that's further down in that if in that paragraph, Bahavaz Hapasuk Lashem Haaretz Umaloye. Okay, the Rebbe told us that the Alt Rebbe brought down the Pasuk. Even though, in general, the logic employed by the Alt Rebbe that in the Shulchan Aruch, he wants to obviate the possibility of somebody learning something and erroneously applying it somewhere else. And that's why he's very careful with his terminology to totally obviate that. But now, the Rebbe says, but now let's look at the opposite case of this when he's talking about the halacha and the hanhaga that a person has to undertake right here and right now in the sitter. Let's look. In the sitter, which is all about practical application, there is place to add, to put additional terminology that would obviate even something that should be understood, should be self-understood. The Alter Rebbe is ready to use extra words to make sure you don't make a mistake, even in cases where you should be able to understand this yourself. Whereas in this particular case, the, the terminology in the Shulchan Aruch is shorter. It's a more abridged version, and it doesn't include that which you can infer by yourself. And that's why in his Siddur, after the words L'Hashem Ha'aretz he adds the vigoymer, he adds the etc., which he does not add in the Shulchan Aruch. Why? Because by adding vigoymer, hadavar moisiv bir bahalacha, shekol hanena min ha'elam hazechule, ki ilu nena mikotche shemayim. What does the Altarebbe want us to teach us? Kivon shahakol shayich lahakadosh baruchu. The Altarebbe wants to underscore that everything, Everything belongs to Hashem. This includes 
everything and anything in this world, and in order that you shouldn't make a mistake and you should think that there are only certain things that you have to make a bracha before you benefit from them because only certain things belong to Hashem. The Alter Rebbe in his sitter brings down the goimer. Why? Because he wants us to pay attention to what comes after the words Hashem Ma'aretz which are the words Tevel v'yeshveva. Why? Because Lashem Ha'aretz Umalai. What does the word Aretz mean? Ka'i al Eretz Yisrael. Rashi explains on Tehillim that in the pasuk Lashem Ha'aretz Umalai, this is talking about Eretz Yisrael. So what is added by the additional words in that Pasuk? That the entire earth, it all belongs to Hashem. And even more, and all of the inhabitants of the entire universe, anything they own, anything they have is also Hashem. Umemela, and therefore lahalacha, practically speaking, the Altarebbe was compelled to add the word vigoimer to signal to us that when it says kol hanena minaelam hazek kol vaafiluka sher hamaychul shayech laadam acher, it means even when what you're benefiting from, let's say the food belongs to another person, vaafilula in a Yehudi, it belongs to non-Jew. If you indulge in that food, in that pleasure, without making a bracha, it's like you reappropriated things that were sanctified for a certain purpose. In this case, it belongs to Hashem. All kacha belong to Hashem, but like not, not even via kayin or levi. And therefore, any which pleasure, any which indulgence necessitates making a bracha before you enjoy, before you partake. It's incredible to, to learn on this level and to begin to appreciate the, the specificity, the, the punctiliousness, the, 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 the amount of thought and intentionality that goes into Every single word that's brought down in the svarim, even the chule or the goyme, um, it's 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 just pretty pretty incredible. It's Thank interesting. You. It's interesting that on the word alokecha, it's just interesting how that I would put that together. I mean, I, I, I fascinating. You know, you think of brachas as, at least I do, as one thing, you know, make brachas and brachas, and how hard it is to make bracha on, on a negative experience, right? You have to bless on, that's the elokecha, you have to bless on the tarship as much as you do on the good. But birchas hanenin and birchas ha, really, birchas hamazen is the awareness that after we're full, when people, everything is going good, we forget sometimes to bless or we, for, we take it. I don't know if we take it for granted, but you know what I mean? You get up and you walk away. 
And here, the Elokecha marks the fact that when things are difficult, that that ever separates the two the two things is an amazing thing because you can't expect the same for both. Here we can take for granted for good, and here it's a challenge to bless on the negative. And you don't mix the two. You understand what I'm saying? It just it's interesting. It's interesting for ourselves in life that not to take for granted the good, but to understand that elokecha is. You also have to have the bitl of elokecha, accepting the the challenge or the judgment. I don't know. I, I just find that interesting that I've separated it, that you don't mix the two in brachas, in appreciation, I should say. Yeah, it's a different Indian. You know, um, pursuant to what you just said, I, I I remember once learning, I don't remember the source, that um, that brachas that you make before you eat is, is Rabbanan. But the bracha after you eat is Midaraisa. Because when you need something, you're more apt to ask for it. Right. Because mm -hmm. you need it. Once you have it, left to our own devices, we might be more apt to forget that we were needy at any point because now we're satiated and everything's good and just walk away. Right. So the, the concept of gratitude, it's such a huge thing when yeah. we have and it's in abundance. That's a diaraisa, the concept of gratitude. Right. And but to Levarich on a difficulty to thank the Aishra for the challenge <laughs> that that ever separates it. It's a recognition of human behavior. You don't put the two, you know what I mean? You can't put the two in the same boat. Yeah. One has to understand what I know. I just find that uh, sometimes we're hard on ourselves that we can't accept things. But here and here, they're ever showing us that you don't always mix the two. Anyway, just fine. Nice. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. And we should see all the. It should already be the yam, the, 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 the singular yamtiv. It should already be in its fullness. Amen. In a very, very Amen. Thank you. practical Amen. way. Thank you. Amen. And again, Thank you so um, much. We're, we're, we're davening for Shmuel ben Avishak. He should have her for Shlema, that everything should have gone well and he should recover. And Harav Yisab Yitzhak ben Simachasya should have her for Shlema Kreva. Kol Tov, everybody. Amen.